Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. So let's talk about this cottage that we're recording this show in. I love it. I want the listeners out there to kind of get a little sense of it. It was uh, built in the 1940s, I It was built during the Second World War with available materials by pretty much non-carpenters. Because, you know, back in the day, people knew how to do all kinds of things that they maybe didn't get paid for them. Mm -hmm. It wasn't really their profession. So as far as I know, the fella who owned all the land on this side of the road, he was building a house for his daughter who had gotten married. And um, they used to have a little old two-story house down at the end of the access road that got torn down a few years ago. Anyway, he and his buddies built this house for her with available materials. And it, it is not quite plumb. It's not quite square. You can stand, well, like we are now on the porch, you can stand here and look through the screen door in the front to the doorway into the dining room. And if you look at the top, they're not exactly lined up. And then mm-hmm. you keep looking into the doorway in the kitchen. That's not quite lined up either. And then the doorway for the back door out in the backyard, that's not quite lined up either. Uh, but it's solid. It's a solid little, solidly built wooden house um, with, a, with a dirt basement. And it's cozy. It is. It's a grandma house. It is. It's got heavy doors, and it's got little bitty doorknobs. Yeah. And it's got, when you walk up the front steps, there's a little yard with some old trees. And you walk up three or four steps onto this this wide porch. It's as wide as the house is. And if you sit down in the rocking chair and rock Mm -hmm. a few minutes, then you'll probably notice the ceiling of the porch is blue. It's kind of a light blue. It's a cross between a robin's egg and and maybe a light blue sky, wouldn't you say? Yeah, like a Carolina blue, we call that here. Yeah, so isn't there another name for it? Well, what it is traditionally called is haint blue. Haint blue. And a lot of houses will have a haint blue front porch. This, the under the ceiling part of the front porch is painted hank blue, and we think that comes out of the Gullah tradition. It comes out of the Low Country, originally, and the the blue was supposed to uh, supposed to fake out spirits that were ready to cause you mischief, and they didn't realize there was a door because it still looked like the sky above them, ah. so they would just leave you alone. Seems to me like if it looked like there was a sky above you, but you weren't going to get rained on, you'd gather under there if you were spirits. But I guess spirits don't really care whether it's raining or not, do they? Because they're spirits. <laughs> they yeah. might be made out of rain they for all we know. For all we know. But it's a real popular thing. And when we repainted this house a couple years ago, uh, my buddy Arjuna um, took it on, took on the, the job of painting the house. and. And I was really determined that I was that that was going to be Hank Blue, 
And the, the back porch also, the ceiling on that is Hank Blue. I'm glad you did. It just looks pretty. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's restful. I don't know why ceilings aren't Hank Blue anyway, because subconsciously oh. we're used to seeing blue up above us, or hopefully we are. Yeah. If yeah. we're lucky, we are. If we're lucky. Now, we've seen a little bit too much blue lately because we haven't had any rain, but... Yeah, when I was a kid, one thing I remember that was felt like such a special thing to me is that I got to choose the colors in my room, and I wanted it to be dark wood paneling and a blue ceiling mm-hmm. and a green carpet and green curtains. So it felt like being in the Being room. outside. Yeah, because it was like being outside. I know, and I've done the same thing. Yeah. I thought I was so unique. Yeah, no, nah, we just... <laughs> We're just people that like to be outside. We're just oh. we're just alike is the thing. I know, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. We're sisters from other mistles. Sisters from other <laughs> Well, so No, I don't know. My daddy got along got around. Did he? Well, I don't know. I should take a picture and show him to your mama and say, huh, did you ever meet this man? You know, but I doubt she did because she pretty much was with my dad from, oh, well, from you the don't time know. she was young. Well, you, I don't know. You don't know. Okay. She might have stepped out. Don't you you dare tell your mom I said that. She spanked me. I doubt she did, but and I will ask her actually. Tune in next time. Ballard. Yes, there were Ballards all over Western Uh, North Carolina. Absolutely, and they still are in Eastern Tennessee and Kentucky and Texas and Ballards everywhere. My dad used to say. uh, When people say, "Are you related to so and so?" He'd say, "I got to be honest with you." The good Lord didn't think enough of the Ballards to make more than one batch of them. <laughs> so he just assumed we were all related. <laughs> so well, that's a good way of looking at it. Well, that dad, he's the one that's charming people. He knew everybody. Even if he didn't know you, he, uh, it seemed like he knew you. Well, that's the way that it used to be. And, you know, that term, Southern hospitality, mm-hmm. you hear it all the time, and it's this mythical concept, and it really did exist. It really did. And I do know that there are some families and some people out there still that have that kind of what open door policy, if you will, where, come on in, can I get you a cup of coffee kind of thing. But uh, you do see it less and less. I'm sorry about that in a way. Well, me too. And it seems like there was always, you know, if you came in somebody's house, they would offer you some coffee. They'd offer you something to drink, but probably coffee. And then there was always something to eat. And if you got there at supper time or you got there at dinner time in the middle of the day, and they they just add potatoes to whatever they were yeah. cooking or, you know, they'd add a little something to it or they would parse out the portions a little bit smaller so that everybody got something to eat. And right. That was, that was important because... Not everybody got something to eat. That's exactly right. And that was kind of the expected way to treat people, too. Absolutely, yeah. And if you didn't, well, I doubt you would get over, you know, openly criticized, but people would know mm-hmm. if you were that person yeah. where yeah. other people weren't welcome. The word stingy might be a problem might, to you. It might yeah. be. Yeah. just might be. Well, you know, that was then. And we're living in a different Appalachia now. We are, but I don't see any reason why we can't either revive that or help support the people that still do it. There so are that, some. So that we know our neighbors. You know, it used to be you knew all the people in your neighborhood. And now I don't know the people in my neighborhood. I mean, a lot of the houses around me are now short-term rentals. Oh, so yeah. there's no point in 
meeting any of the people because they're not going to be there long. Are they like VRBO kind of things? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, we live close to downtown, so. Well, I don't... And, and I know some of my neighbors, but, you know, not like it used to be when kids were in and out of the neighbors' houses all the time. And there's a there's a feeling, there's a feeling, a specific feeling that I have when I think about hospitality and the way that I grew up knowing hospitality. And then, of course, I worked in the hospitality business for about 12 years there, which gave me another layer that I added to my internal definition of it. And then, you know what? In the late 90s, it seems like I just kind of quit meeting people who were hospitable. Uh, we were all busy working and checking mm. ourselves. I met a lot of nice and cool people, and I still know. But it, it was almost like, well, we just quit hanging out like we used to. We used to hang out and watch TV. That might not be traditional, but it was still yeah. hanging out. Oh, yeah. So I think that the the supper clubs and the card nights and the uh, you know the let's go walk around the neighborhood nights. Yeah. Those are the things that mean hospitality to me now. If somebody likes me well enough to to spend an evening with me and put the cell phone down and just spend it with me, yeah. I really appreciate that in a way that I never have. And honestly, yeah. I keep my cell phone on a lot, and there are plenty of times when I should put it down and pay attention to the person I'm around. Mm-hmm. You know, so anyway, I'm not trying to proselytize, that's for sure. I'm just saying I noticed it. Yeah. I, went, I went to the Great Eagle, which is uh, a, a well-known little music venue in Asheville, North Carolina. A sweet music venue. It Check is. out their schedule. They're down and soon. The Great Eagle. Yeah, they are good folks. And I went and I saw uh, Driving and Crying, which is a mm. southern band out mm-hmm. of Athens. And Kevin Kinney is the uh, singer. And I remember I watched, this would have been a, just a few years back, not been two or three, and I went over to the side by the wall. I had a real good spot, and I watched them play, and I listened to them rock Mm. out. And at one point, Kevin gets so into it that he just leaps off the stage, (laughs) and he, you know, he lands down in the middle, and Grandpa landed right in the middle of the stage, uh, or of the audience there. And those folks who were fans could have watched him with this ripping solo that he did. Mm. And, I mean, he just was getting into it. Eyes closed, didn't miss anything. But you know what? They didn't because they all had their cell phones above his head, and they were all looking up at their cell phones to make sure their camera was positioned correctly. And literally every one of them around him missed that. I got oh to see it because I was watching it, and How it awful. it was weird, and it kind of the lights, kind of the lights from the cell phones uh-huh. went around his head like little tiny little, you know, lights, oh, and wow. it was just uh, it was a surreal wow. moment for me. That was the time when I said, you know what, we're not so busy experiencing our lives; we're just making recordings of it. Yeah, and and I'm, I guess I'm of two minds about that because I think about all those photographs from when I was little of things that I don't mm-hmm. remember really well, but I remember the photograph, the old, you know, Kodak mm-hmm. picture yeah. of the event. So, I mean, there's something to be said for that. Gosh, you, you sure don't want to miss a live event like that just because you want to record it 
to show somebody you were there. It's there's so much of that, but uh, you know I'm gonna take the good with it and mm-hmm. the bad. I, I realize, you and you got all in all, I'm a big old hypocrite because here I am <laughs> living the digital life, living my best digital life. My best digital life. <laughs> anyway, but I still appreciate a beautiful Hank Blue's ceiling on the porch there. It makes me want to go out and just just stay outside all day and rock all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is something so magical about porches. I'm a porch it, It's a place to just be. Yep. And talking always happens on porches. So much yeah. of my family, you know, we used to call it family history, but the more I think about it, it's family mythology. <laughs> you know, poor old Elizabeth Warren got into so much trouble because she said she was Cherokee because that was her family mythology. Right. That way, you know, back, back, back somewhere, she was Cherokee, and I think she did her DNA, and she's got like a little, you know, a little, a little trace. Of it, so, um you know, you, your family, they're sitting on the porch and the kids are playing outside and they're drinking coffee or drinking something else and rocking back and forth and just telling, gosh, remember that time so-and-so did something, something? <laughs> and and it just grows and it enlarges and it becomes the family mythos. Well, <laughs> the family mythos. Well, and if you're in my family, they might just tell you that something to mess with you. Oh, I mean, yeah, my family too. I'm I'm yep. sure you know tongue in cheek kind of oh yeah there's something about that humor of these Appalachian people who are really stoic and they'll tell you something deadpan without a, yep. even a little bit of humor in their face at all and they're just making a joke yeah and if you get it it's funny as all get out but if you if you don't no harm I guess but I whatever guess no harm no foul but yeah so let's uh. Let's get going. I think I've had enough tea for me for now. <laughs> for now. Because you know what tea will make you do? Yes. It'll make you pee. Oh, you drink some tea to make you pee. <laughs> well, I don't have any problem with that. No. Lord so let's you. go ahead and say bye to everybody, and they can guess what we're going to be doing. Now. <laughs> <laughs> and just remember that every time you look up into a beautiful blue sky, you could have that on your porch, too, if you had a porch. If you have a porch, if you don't have a porch, I bet, or at least I hope, you have a ceiling. Well, I hope you do too. Yeah, and so, and if you don't have a ceiling, I hope you have blue sky. Yep. Here comes that breeze again. Yep. So nice. Y'all have a good time. Talk to you soon. Yep. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. W-Y-R-D.